The following is a production of Art Trap Productions and is made possible in part by supporting subscribers and donations from listeners like you. This episode brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com/sonic. Over 85,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This podcast is also supported in part by the Sonic News Driver podcast companion app, available now for your iPhone, iPod Touch, and now your Android device. Drop the Sonic device. Isn't my day, is it? Even the Sonic screwdriver won't get me out of this one. Use this. What's that? Sonic screwdriver never fails. There we are. Neat, isn't it? This can function as a sonic blaster, a sonic cannon, and a triple the sonic disruptor. Doc, what you got? I've got a sonic. Oh, never mind. What? It's sonic. Okay, let's leave it at that. Disruptor cannon. What? It's sonic. Totally sonic. I am sonic to all. A sonic what? Screwdriver. And you have a Sonic News Driver. Selected Doctor Who-related news stories delivered to you sonically. For Earth Date, Saturday, the 30th of April, 2011. This is Louis Trapani. Hello and welcome back to the Sonic News Driver. I hope this episode finds you well. What a turbulent time it has been if you're a Doctor Who fan recently. Great highs and great lows. One of the highs is the start of the new 2011 series of Doctor Who. Well, the first half of the new series, at least. Sadly, we also suffered another tragic and this time unexpected loss as well, which we'll speak of in a moment. But since we are in the middle of a new series, once again, I will remind you of our spoiler policy here at the Sonic News Driver. As I mentioned last time, it's always been my policy on this show to avoid spoilers whenever possible. Covering Doctor Who-related news, that is sometimes challenging Especially at times like now when you're, well, when we're in the middle of a new series and there are new episodes coming out each week. So once again, anything officially released by the BBC or BBC Worldwide or BBC America will be reported here. Anything that's in widespread news, whereas you wouldn't be able to avoid it anyway, will be reported here as well. Though if it is spoilery in nature, yes, I Spoilery, I don't know if it's a word or not, but I'll use it. I'll give you fair warning. I'm not one that seeks out spoilers. In fact, I do try to avoid them whenever possible. Though sometimes one unavoidably stumbles upon them, especially when you're seeking out Doctor Who-related news in the middle of a new series, as I said before. Now that we've got that out of the way, it's time to get on with some selected Doctor Who-related news, as always delivered sonically to you. Another great loss in the Doctor Who community. Just a couple of months after the loss of Nicholas Courtney, last week the Doctor Who community was rocked and saddened by the unexpected death of Elizabeth Sladen. Even now, a week later, it's still so hard to believe that we lost such a young-minded, spirited, energetic, iconic, and talented actress. The news came as a terrible shock to most Doctor Who fans, as most had no knowledge that she had been battling cancer for some time now. Elizabeth Sladen, best known for her role as Sarah Jane Smith on Doctor Who and the Sarah Jane Adventures. She was 63 when she passed, and she leaves behind her husband, Brian Miller, also an actor, also her daughter, Sadie. 
Doctor Who fans were first introduced to her in her role as Sarah Jane Smith, the Doctor's companion in the series starting with the third Doctor, John Pertwee, and continuing on with the fourth Doctor, Tom Baker. She starred in Doctor Who's first spin-off series, or potential spin-off series, Canine and Company, a pilot episode for a new series that never got off the ground really in the early 80s, but the pilot episode was made and shown. The opportunity came again after Doctor Who was relaunched in the 21st century, and once again she was starring in a new spin-off series, this time The Sarah Jane Adventures. This happened after she appeared on Doctor Who again as her beloved character in the episode School Reunion, opposite of David Tennant as the 10th Doctor. He later guest starred on the series with her, as well as the current incarnation of the Doctor, Matt Smith. Controller of CBBC, Damien Cavanaugh, said, quote, I'm deeply saddened and shocked by the news of Liz's untimely death. Liz brought joy, excitement, and a sense of wonder to her many fans in her role as Sarah Jane Smith. She was adored by her young audience, and I know all of them will miss her as much as I will. End quote. Russell T. Davies, the creator of the Sarah Jane Adventures, said, quote, I absolutely loved Liz. She was funny and cheeky and clever and just simply wonderful. The universe was lucky to have Sarah Jane Smith. This world was lucky to have Liz. End quote. Stephen Moffat, Doctor Who's lead writer and executive producer, said, quote, Never meet your heroes, wise people say. They weren't thinking of Liz Sladen. Sarah Jane Smith was everybody's hero when I was younger and as brave and funny and brilliant as people only ever are in those stories. But many years later, when I met the real Sarah Jane, Liz Sladen herself, she was exactly as any child ever would have wanted her to be. Kind and gentle and clever, and a ferociously talented actress, of course, but in a perfectly English unassuming way. End quote. It is rumored that there were three stories that were already shot for the upcoming Sarah Jane Adventures. That is six episodes. This has not been officially confirmed yet to my knowledge, so we'll have to wait and see. I would imagine if they were shot, they will be shown, perhaps as a half series, as a tribute to her work. On Saturday, the 23rd of April, CBBC had broadcast My Sarah Jane, a tribute to Elizabeth Sladen. And if you've seen it, as I did, you know this to be true. There wasn't a dry eye out there. We are planning a tribute episode on Doctor Who Pachak for Elizabeth Sladen. If you have anything that you would like to contribute, please send in your recorded audio to feedback at podshock.net or use the Podshock public call box at 206-984-3543. And if you don't already know, Doctor Who Podshock is the other Doctor Who podcast that I do along with Ken Deep and James Norton. Find out more at podshock.net. It's a Miracle Day! Stars will be premiering Torchwood Miracle Day on July 8th, 2011 at 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. They have released a very short video promo teaser for it. Not much in it at all, really. But if you want to check it out, they're up on Podshock.net. You'll also find a BBC promo video for original drama, which includes a couple scenes from Miracle Day, as well as some from the 2011 Doctor Who series. Another prequel, but it's not. There's yet another Doctor Who prequel scene released. This is a prequel to The Curse of the Black Spot, but it's not. Sure, it's a teaser scene, a prologue, but since The Curse of the Black Spot has not been broadcast anywhere yet, it can't really be a prequel technically. 
In fact, it was released before we even seen Day of the Moon. Well, in fact, it actually was a teaser for the prequel that was released. I was avoiding it since I didn't want to see the prequel before seeing Day of the Moon. And, um, yeah, this gets very confusing, yeah. So, there's a teaser that was released for the prequel before Day of the Moon. Uh, let's back that up. There was a teaser released for the prequel of The Curse of the Black Spot prior to Day of the Moon, which hasn't had yet to be transmitted yet. And now that it has, at least in the UK, well, actually, at this time of the recording now, it's in the US and Canada as well. So now they released the whole prequel for The Curse of the Black Spot, which they could have just foregone the, the teaser. Because the prequel is really a teaser for the actual episode anyway. So are we really going to do this? Are we actually, each time before a prequel c comes out, are they going to actually release a few seconds as a teaser for the prequel for the episode? All right. Jack is back. Captain Jack will be returning to Torchwood, embodied by John Barrowman once again, when it returns this summer with Miracle Day. But he may be returning to Doctor Who again sometime. Although no surprise to those that follow these things, The Sun reports that Stephen Moffat, the executive producer and lead writer for Doctor Who, has expressed a desire to have the character return to Doctor Who again. Quote, there's no rule against that. People talk as if there's been some kind of schism. I mean, Jack, who I wrote in the show, I would love to have him back. I was thinking he should really be here recently, but he's busy. End quote. Royal Shamoyal. If you've been one of the billions memorized and following the royal wedding on Friday, why? Seriously, why? Well, whatever your reasons are, and they're beyond me, it wasn't long after that that there was a doctored photo, no pun intended, seriously, none, of the doctor in his 11th incarnation standing in the crowd witnessing the wedding. This photoshopped image made the rounds. What was not photoshopped was a Dalek decorated in Yugen Jack flags and the red, white, and blue colors from it. It even sports photos of Prince William and Kate Middleton, made by a Doctor Who fan, Chris Balcom. The story, which ran in the Metro, states that he is 51 and operated Daleks for the BBC and owns three of them. It will be, quote, serving up grub, end quote, or was serving up grub, at the Friday street party in celebration of the wedding. The party location was kept as a secret to avoid gate crashers. Audible is the leading provider of digital audiobooks. They have over 85,000 titles to choose from in every genre, be it thrillers, business, history, science fact, and science fiction, and a whole lot more. Audible content is compatible with iPods, MP3 players, over 500 devices for your listening pleasure anytime, anywhere. And for you, listeners of the Sonic News Driver podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. To download your free audiobook, simply go to audibletrial.com slash sonic. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash sonic for your free audiobook. They have a huge selection of Doctor Who titles. All you need to do is browse their library and you can see how many selections they have. 
including doctors of old and new? Again, to download your free audiobook, simply go to audibletrial.com slash sonic. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash sonic for your free audiobook. And if you didn't catch that URL, simply go to arttrap.com and you'll see an ad there for this promo. Doctor Who breaks BBC America records. Doctor Who shouldn't be going around breaking records of the BBC America. That's not very nice. And why is BBC America still playing records? Haven't they moved on to CDs yet? Let alone MP3. The premiere episode of the new 2011 series of Doctor Who, The Impossible Astronaut, which was telecast on BBC America on Saturday, April 23rd, was the highest rated, most watched telecast ever for the channel in live and same-day ratings. It delivered almost 1.3 million views. This is up 71,000 viewers from its previous best of last year's opening episode of Doctor Who, The 11th Hour. BBC America's YouTube content reached an all-time high of 3.5 million viewers. Doctor Who is currently the number one television series in the Apple iTunes store as well. BBC America really went all out in promoting the series launch this year, including promoted trends on Twitter. Yes, Doctor Who was a promoted trend on Twitter. If you don't know what that is, it's a way that Twitter can monetize itself by allowing people to uh, purchase or advertise a trending term on Twitter and have that ranked high up on the list there on Twitter.com. They also had a promoted tweet as well that advertised the premiere of this year's series of Doctor Who. In addition, they have partnered with the media check-in service, Get Glue, to offer promotional Doctor Who exclusive stickers. These are, well, uh, graphics that once you accumulate a certain amount, you can actually have Get Glue send them to you and they'll mail them to you. So there are these Doctor Who stickers that are available, and you get them by checking into GetGlue. That's getglue.com. They have iOS apps that you can use as well. You don't need to actually use the site. You can check in at your leisure while sitting back on the sofa or behind the sofa, as it may be, while watching Doctor Who and get your stickers that way. Sometimes there are special stickers that you need to use a certain term when you check in in be it Stetsons are cool, or I wear a Stetson now to get a sticker with a Stetson hat in it. I think you just have to say Stetson for that. And currently, you can get the silent sticker that has that has one of the aliens from the Impossible Planet and Day of the Moon in it, if you just say silence will fall when you check in. Don't you forget about me. No, I was not going to sing that. <laughs> I think I may have already done that. Digital Spy reports that actor John Sim is open to reprising his role as the Master in Doctor Who, last seen in The End of Time, opposite David Tennant as the Doctor. Sim, during an appearance on The One Show, was questioned as whether he's open to returning to Doctor Who with Matt Smith as the Doctor now. Quote, I'll certainly consider. There seems to be a lot of talk about it recently, end quote. He quickly pointed out that he had not been approached by anyone from the Doctor Who production team regarding the Master's reappearance. Quote, I haven't spoke to anyone about it, but I would definitely consider it. It was such fun to do, end quote. Doctor Who on Crackle. Sony launched a new app in the iOS app store, Crackle. 
It's a universal app, which means it runs natively both on the iPhone and iPod as well as the iPad. It is a free app, and with it, you get access to watch a good number of movies and TV shows. Many are classic TV shows such as Bewitch, Seinfeld, and Barney Miller and the like, but there are some current ones as well. They may not have all the seasons, but for many, they'll give you full episodes. Others, they may have mini-episodes. Think of cut-down versions of Doctor Who Confidentials that you would find on DVD releases. It is all free. You just need to endure a ad that they'll place at the beginning of the program. At the moment, it's for the Sony's PlayStation 3 Game Station title, which I can't seem to recall offhand right now. That tells you how interested I was in it. It's some first-person shooter, some war game. It's about 30 seconds long, and once you get past that, the rest of the content is commercial-free, at least at this time. To my surprise, I saw Doctor Who listed among the titles that they offer. This was just prior to the broadcast of The Impossible Astronaut. So I thought perhaps, like iTunes, 24 hours later, it may show up there. Unfortunately, no full episodes are available yet of Doctor Who. Only Doctor Who Insider and other promos that BBC America has been feeding to its YouTube channel, which you can see already without the PS3 ad tacked onto it. Maybe full-length episodes are coming? We have to wait and see. So even though Doctor Who is listed, no past or current full episodes or mini-episodes are available, only promo videos that BBC America has been putting up on their YouTube channel. Also at this time, I don't know if it's available for Android or any other platform outside of iOS. Doctor Who in review. Speaking of apps, I will be recording a bonus extra content for the Sonic News Driver companion app available for both iOS and Android. I'll be reviewing the Impossible Astronaut. The Sonic News Driver companion app is available in the Apple App Store for iOS and on AppBrain.com and Amazon App Store for Android devices. Also, join us Sunday, May 1st at 4 p.m. for Dr. Who Pachak Live when we review both The Impossible Astronaut and Day of the Moon. Find details at Pachak.net or using TalkShoe.com so you can sign up there for a free account and join us. That's going to wrap things up for this Sonic edition of the Sonic News Driver. Thank you for listening to the Sonic News Driver. As always, you can send feedback to feedback at sonicnewsdriver.com. This is Louis Trapani, and you can follow me via Twitter at twitter.com slash Trapani. You can also follow Sonic News Driver on Twitter as well for Doctor Who News, and that's at sonicnewsdriver. This podcast is supported in part by the Sonic News Driver podcast companion app, now available in the iTunes App Store and for Android at appbrain.com and the Amazon App Store for Android. Visit arttrap.com for more on this and other podcasts. This has been a production of Art Trap Productions. <laughs>